episode 30 of the Free Your Mind podcast. Now, if you have paid attention, you may see that I haven't posted a podcast episode in a while. Obviously, the uh, last one was an interview. Um, and there's a reason for that, actually, because I've been doing this for like around 10 years. And I've shared that journey with you guys. Uh, I always share everything. And I never pretend I'm the finished article. I never pretend there's an end point. Because I don't think there is. Um, I'm fortunate enough, enough to learn from some really awesome people that are like in their 70s. And they're saying the same thing. So that's quite reassuring. Because it's, it's reassuring to know in some ways that you will never be perfect. And there's no point trying to be. And for me personally, it feels exciting. It's like every single time I see a new part of myself, every single time I grow in some area, every single time, with every age, with every year, with every time you do something new, get a new client, start a new business, uh, have a new kid, the, the child goes from seven to eight, there's different challenges, right? You've probably experienced that. Life continually changes you're always changing. We're always changing. We're always growing. I love that because it, it doesn't look to me like, oh, I've gone back to square one. Oh, now I'm doing okay. Now I'm not. Now I am. Now I'm not. It doesn't look to me like that. It doesn't feel to me like that either. And I don't see that in my clients. So if that is you, uh, I don't really know what to say about that. Uh, maybe, you know, you just keep going and there's something you're not seeing. And then when you see it, you see it, right? That's cool. Um, but for me, it's, it's like every time I think I'm happy, I find more happiness. Every time I think I know who I am, I find more to myself. Every time I think I know what I'm talking about, I also know I don't know what I'm talking about because that's just egoic delusion. But every time I think maybe I do know what I'm talking about, I find something new. And I'm like, holy shit, it's exciting. There is a, obviously, there is the imposter voice that says, you don't know what you're talking about, you've been a fraud all this time, you've got no idea, you know, you need to delete all your previous podcasts because now people are going to listen to them and realise you're talking shit. <laughs> that voice shows up, right? Um, well, that doesn't feel true to me. And the word feel in there is probably going to become, uh, become quite... The word feel in there is probably going to become quite significant. There we go. I said the sentence. Every time I think I know what I'm talking about, I find something new. And I use this. I use podcasts. I use really my whole business, my clients, my whole conversations are not necessarily that I know best. I know better. Although I might. It's more a case of I'm on this journey and we're on it together. We travel together. Maybe I've seen where you are right now. Maybe I've been there years ago and I get that and I see the terrain. Maybe you're a couple of steps behind. Sometimes I find clients are almost walking side by side and we're both looking at each other going, don't know, what do you see? Like it's, it's an exploration. It's a fun exploration. And then it's a discussion of, holy shit, I've just seen this and I didn't see that before. Um, that's kind of where I've been. I, I find sometimes what got us here won't get us there. You know, like in some more logical scenarios, how we parented a, you know, a, a free-nager, uh, you know, terrible twos or freeze, free-nager, I quite like that phrase, is different to how you parent, say, an 8-year-old, a 9-year-old, a 10-year-old, 11-year-old, and then compare that to, you know, 15-year-old. I can't go beyond that because mine aren't older than that, but it's different. You know, what 
how you are in your relationship for the first five years is different to how you are in the relationship for the next five years or the next 10 years. Um, what got you know people successful to some level doesn't work anymore when they get to a certain point you know because now they need staff or now they are moving to a managerial role and before they was in a sales role or etc you get the point right life needs more from us sometimes we change we evolve we grow we have new insights we have new understandings what we want changes what was important to us changes what got us here doesn't always get us there that's my point i kind of over egg the pudding on that point but I just like to make sure people get it, you know, and they can relate. So where I've been is just, I kind of said everything there was to say. It was like record a podcast. I've said it all. It's all been said. Just listen to the podcast. Go back and listen to it all again. <laughs> like there's nothing left to say at this point in my life. But at the same time, I knew there's something I'm not seeing. There's something I'm not seeing. It's like I've almost explored the terrain at this level. There has to be more. There is more. And I could see parts of myself that I hadn't noticed before. I, there were new challenges for me that I hadn't seen before. And I found myself back at the familiar place. This might make you laugh because this is the ego's job. I found myself back at the place of, is this it? Is this it? And I'm going to be totally honest with you. I always am. Uh, my wife tells me I'm sometimes too honest, but, <laughs> you know, it's what it is, right? Um, I found myself thinking, right, so I know all of this stuff. I've changed in every way. Changed my relationship. I've, you know, I'm at the pinnacle of health. My body looks good all year round. My relationship is mostly good, except for occasionally it isn't. You know, chuck stuff in there. He's tired. Cats are fucking keeping you awake. Who knew cats are like having kids? Um, you know, we had a, a few uh, a few disasters. Max needed an operation on his tongue. He got infected and broke his wrist, blah, blah, blah. You know, life throws shit at you, right? So, of course, I'm not going to say that we are dancing around happy all the time. We're mostly happy except for the times when we're not. And when we're not, we know how to find our way back, right? So it's like, right, kids are great. They're growing. Our relationship's deepening, etc. But I had this feeling of, is this it? A little bit kind of bored, actually. Like I'm having the same conversations with the same people. When I say the same people, I mean, because every bloke that comes to me, or woman, really, they think their problems are unique, and I'm like, yeah, I've heard this a thousand times, right? Which is cool, because I can help them, but it, and none of this is a reflection on them, by the way. It was a reflection of, it was more, this is interesting, because I know this isn't actually how I feel. I know that none of what I've just said is actually true. You know, and I know I've pointed to that in previous episodes. None of this is actually true. It's thinking, but why? You know, and I, and I couldn't, I was using everything I knew, leaving it alone. You know, you're just in your thoughts, etc. But for some reason this time, it wasn't going. I wasn't getting caught in it as such, but it wasn't going. And I decided that, I'm going to sit in this discomfort. And I found myself in a dark place that's that's quite familiar to me because it showed up for me a lot in my previous years, as I've shared openly. I found myself in this darkness. I found myself in this 
And I just fucking couldn't be asked with anything. Couldn't be asked with anything at all. Nothing felt good. Nothing felt exciting. Everything that made me feel alive didn't anymore. And I just couldn't really be asked with anything. Now, fortunately, my habits are ingrained enough for me to continue. So I still go to the gym and I still eat well and I still show up for clients. And weirdly... Uh, if you if you are a coach, you'll get this. If you're not, you won't. But weirdly, as a coach, you for me personally, I can always show up to calls because the calls aren't about me. They're about them. So you just drop into this deep presence, this listening, and you're so focused on them and their life that you, you don't actually really play that big a part. Okay, I need to know where to point, what to say, questions. That's so easy for me. So fucking easy for me. I could probably do it asleep. So I could still do that, right? And... um and even sharing some of this with clients often helps as well. It, it, that's what I like about this because the more I see, the more I see for them. You know, you can you can only take someone as far as or as deep as you've been yourself. So the deeper I go, the deeper they go with me. But fortunately, because they might be 10 steps behind, that is really clear to me. But the, the challenges I'm facing in this moment aren't really relevant to them yet, although they probably will be in a month or two. Or, so it works quite nice. But I really, I knew how to get out of it. I knew what to do with it. I knew, but I just had this sense of, I don't want to. I want to sit in this. What is here for me? What am I not seeing? What is in this darkness? What is in this feeling? And I found myself sat on the sofa. I'd go to the gym, come home, sit on the sofa. I'd do calls. I'd come home. I'd sit back on the sofa. I'd play the Xbox for hours, sometimes read, mostly couldn't be bothered, sometimes listen to audio, mostly couldn't be bothered. And I just kept sitting with it. And it felt very much like, wow, I remember this place. Because that, that used to show up for me a lot, daily, weekly, sometimes for weeks at a time. And I sat with it. And I sat with it and I sat with it. And at times it become frustrating because all this feeling of pressure, you know, I, I seem to be this catalyst in my world that my mood influences everyone, right? It's like I am the life and soul or I'm just this kind of darkness just floating along like death, you know? It's like I'm either saying hello to everyone and people like being around me and speaking to me or I kind of have this fuck off jacket on where it's like I just need everyone to fuck off. Now, I usually hide away from the world when I feel that way. I don't want people to see that part of me. Interesting. You don't want people to see that. So you get very good at putting on a mask, putting on a front. You get very good at pretending to the world you're okay, Right? But you can't hide from your wife. You can't hide from your kids. You can't hide from everyone, everywhere, forever. Um, I've seen a lot of clients try and do this, me included. And you start to feel this pressure. You start to feel like, I can't keep feeling this way, which is interesting, right? I can't keep feeling this way. We're going to circle back. You know, it's impacting Jenna. Her mood is lower. She's looking at me. She panics. She's kind of looking to me to be the source of light. And I'm feeling like I can't fucking be that. I can't be happy all of the time for everyone. I can't be this shining light all of the fucking time. But you, you're looking and you think, 
you know, I want to be present with the kids. I want to, my happiness seems to infect people. And this is really interesting because it's in this moment, again, you see, I'm talking to you through my thoughts here. I'm looking and I'm going, wow, you can, you can hear the intensity in my voice then. I'm letting that kind of emotion come through. It's like, wow, there's stuff here, right? There's stuff here that I'm not seeing, that I can't feel the way I feel. My book that still, I still haven't finished, by the way, and the reason I haven't finished it is because it was really awesome until I'm now looking back and realising it could be even better. Uh, <laughs> so it will get done when it's done. It could be a year, five years, who knows, whatever. It's not something I really um, put pressure on. But the book title is Winning the War Within. It's like, ah, oh, my good old friend, you know. It's like, I feel this way, but I cannot feel this way. I'm not allowed to feel this way. I don't have space to feel this way. I can't show anyone I feel this way. I can't allow myself to feel this because I have to do X, Y, and Z. I have to make money. I have to be a good dad. I have to be a good... And it comes back to that pressure. It's like, I want to feel this, and I currently feel this, but I cannot feel this. So what we do is we suppress that. We squash it so far down that we don't feel anything, right? We can feel depression. We feel nothing, I mean, uh, beta blockers and any kind of medication for anxiety and depression do the same thing. It's like, yeah, you don't feel shit, you also don't feel good. You just feel, eh. You know, and we can do that to ourselves. Sometimes that's a trauma response. If we've, um, you know, experienced trauma growing up, if we, a death of loved ones, death of parents, divorces, etc. I especially see it in men, but not always. It's, it's in both genders. Um, but men, there's a little bit of conditioning. I look at women, they cry around each other. They tend to support each other. Not always, but mostly men, you don't do that. You, you deal with it yourself. I do this all myself. We tend to take on this kind of lone wolf, um, you know, I'll carry the load of, of everyone. Um, and I won't talk to anyone about this, you know, and I think that's largely why suicide rates are higher in men, but Where was I with this? Um, so going back a second, it's like this 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 fight within ourselves that we cannot feel. That's where I was going. So we suppress it, right? Now, sometimes that bubbles up and comes out somewhere in anger, in rage. Sometimes we get these compulsions to just fucking eat everything or shag everything or smoke everything or sniff everything. I'm not saying all of those things. I'm not saying I do those things. I'm just saying those are the, uh, <laughs> fortunately, those are the compulsions that can show up. Like eating... Uh, yeah, addiction, alcohol, whatever. It can be video games. It can be. It can even be self help and spirituality. Sometimes we can use that as a drug. I think it was Russell Brand said we can turn anything into heroin. <laughs> Absolutely, no shit, right? We can self medicate with that stuff to escape from the pain. You know, we drink and then we feel nothing, right? We feel happy. We forget our stresses. Our thoughts quieten down. Some people find that on a come down or a hangover, they're so numb the next day, they couldn't give a shit about anything. So sometimes we can self-medicate and self-soothe using temporary solutions that become long-term problems. But other times we can just suppress it and just feel depressed or we suppress it and it just comes out in bursts. And this fascinates the fuck out of me because it made me realize that here's me changing lives and helping people to change their lives 
So what I'm doing obviously works. And if you love my podcast, you obviously know it works, right? Otherwise you wouldn't be here. So what I'm saying is helping. And it's obviously got us to hear or got me to hear, or maybe it hasn't even got you to hear yet. But so this podcast will make sense in a year from now or six months from now, five years from now, two weeks from now. I don't know, right? But there's no disadvantage. Maybe this will speed up your journey and you won't take 10 years to see this. (laughs) But I realized that I actually wasn't fully in touch with my emotions. I actually wasn't fully in touch. I was very much in the thoughts and thoughts create reality, which is still true, but I didn't allow myself to feel. I didn't check in with the feeling. I didn't like that darkness. I didn't think there was any usefulness to it. I didn't think there was any guidance there. I didn't think... And it could become a trap, by the way. Wallow in it, turn into a victim, etc. Overindulge in it. I mean, that could be... Um, you know, a whole other side to it, but that's a side to it that I don't personally see. So, um, because I don't tend to kind of be there long, but the point of this podcast is probably number one to acknowledge, you know, people say, you know, I think people sometimes think there's an end point and there isn't, but that's a really fucking cool thing because you probably tell by this excitement, this happiness. It's like, I, I thought I'd completed the game and then you find this bonus level and you're like, oh, Wow, you know, and and from that point, oh my God, the how I felt, the emotions I felt, the aliveness, some of the challenges that I just thought I'd accepted. That's just me. I'm okay with that. And I see it in this new light and I'm like, holy shit, those challenges have gone. I thought I had to deal with them forever. That's really fucking cool. You know, new levels of emotion, new levels of connection, new feelings of passion and aliveness and excitement and it's like holy shit I I thought I'd unlocked everything and then you find this kind of bonus treasure chest and I'm pretty sure from my experience that just keeps happening so I really look forward to the next treasure chest but the next insight the next kind of step in this kind of evolution but since this point I've then gone out and shared this with clients they're kind of almost guinea pigs in some ways because I tell them this is what I've seen and then what I see what lands for them and I get them to look where I've looked and see if they have the same experience and they have and it's like wow this is cool so I'm gonna wrap this up because um, this is a massive conversation and I'm sure you don't listen to me for an hour but the point is the invitation here is to check in with yourself emotionally right to give you some clarity on that and I've separated this before So it's like I'm saying the same stuff that I've actually said on all the other podcast episodes, but I'm just saying it differently because I've seen it differently. I've seen a new layer to this. I've seen a new, yeah, a new layer to it that I didn't necessarily see before. And come back next week, I'll see a new layer. And come back a year from now, it's probably another 10 layers. But checking with yourself emotionally, right? We have the emotion. So what what, what am I feeling right now? I'm quite excited, actually. Quite excited, quite passionate alive feels good to be back now that's interesting feels good to be back that's not an emotion that's just a story right so to build on that if i felt angry i feel angry because i have to feel good all the time i feel angry because i have to you know be this light all of the time and and everyone's mood depends on me and all this pressure and i'm the main income earner or the only income earner or until recently, there's news there, but I'll share that another time. Well, I'll share it now. Basically, uh, Jenna, my wife, is now mental health trainer for Mind, which is quite cool. Um, so I'm, for the first time in, 
well, she's earned kind of bits and bobs and her business has done okay, etc. But really, uh, not not in a significant enough way to make a difference to our massive outgoings. <laughs> but anyway, I'm, I'm digressing. But let's go back to where I was going. Like, I'm angry because, you know, I fucking have to pay for everything and I always have to feel good in order to earn and I always have to, you know, and, and bearing in mind that was just the emotion in that dark period, right? That's obviously emotions that weren't showing up for me because I wasn't feeling them or I'd learned to navigate around them or maybe that just wasn't true for me until it was, right? That's the thing. Sometimes these things show up. Anyway, as an example, angry is the emotion Why we're angry is the story. That's the thought. That's where the thoughts come in. Because I, all of this pressure, because I have to blah, 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 because my wife doesn't appreciate me, because the kids don't appreciate me, because the world is set up in a way that we have to pay to live. We don't even live freely. You know, if you can't earn money, you, you're homeless or whatever it is, right? All of that is the story. All of that is thought created. All of that is perception. All of that is judgment. Which we can fuck around with that. The emotion is just the emotion, but the story is the story. We can fuck around with the story. We can explore the story. We can pick the story apart. We can notice that's our thinking, which tends to really help bring awareness to it, bring presence to it. But from what I've seen, the the emotion needs validating more than I realized. And sometimes if we check in with ourselves, so do this, right? Next time, think of me, think of what I'm about to say. Think of me punching my mic. Apologies for that. Um, <laughs> next time you feel that emotion, notice the story. The blah, 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 it's because of this, it's because of that, it's because this happened, blah, blah, blah. Notice the story, right? We, let's just put that aside because we, you know, we, we mostly know what to do with that if you've listened to all the previous episodes or worked with me, whatever. Check in with the emotion. How are you feeling? Where is that emotion? Where is it showing up? Notice it. Like, what does it feel like? Is it in your chest? Is it in your stomach? Is it in your throat? Is it wherever it is, right? And ask yourself, what is this emotion trying to tell me? What is this emotion trying to protect me from? What does this emotion need from me? And just listen for the answers. Don't listen here for the answers. Where it needs this and that and James said it. No, that's the wrong place. We're lost again, right? Listen for the answers on a deeper level. You'll have to let me know how you get on with that because that'd be interesting. Now, there's obviously more to this and there's only a limit I can do to you know podcast when you're not in the conversation uh, in my program, on the phone, whatever, right? It's, it's, it's not that easy for us to, uh, you know, really find the intricacies of these conversations because in this moment, I'm actually just talking to myself, right? But you just happen to be hearing it like I'm talking to you because I'm coming out of your speakers or headphones. But, you know, let, let's acknowledge there are some limitations. However, we can still, you know, get some form of insight, clarity, understanding. You can still take some of what I teach and use it. Um, but to circle back and to wrap this up it's been like a kind of therapy session today I hope you've enjoyed that (laughs) to circle back and I pause for a second but I'm not going to tell you what that pause was maybe I'll tell you about that in the next episode (laughs) but to circle back 
we've often disconnected from ourselves. We've, we've, we've disassociated from emotions. We shut things down. We put things into boxes. We squash things away because we haven't got time to fill them or emotions are weak or we need to just, we need to just get on. We need to, we haven't got time to cry. We haven't got time to feel this or that or sit on the sofa all day or we can't do that because it impacts everyone else. So we learn to disconnect from ourselves to survive. We learn to run on stress response all of the time. We learn to just be stressed and just get through it, suck it up and get it done, you know, focus on output regardless of how we're feeling. You know, just disconnect, as I said, and disassociate from ourselves. Now, sometimes that's from kind of past experiences, past traumas, whatever we're reacting to the past because the only way we can kind of deal with it is to not face the emotion, which I see a lot, some kind of avoidance, which I see a lot, um, which then that's mostly what triggers are, by the way. It's like we're being triggered by the outside world because it's kind of showing us parts of ourselves we haven't seen, which I know I've kind of told you about before, but just worth noticing. And the way I see this, and the way I've always seen this is, and I explained this to a client the other day because he's fairly new to the conversation, um, is like, I imagine like Mission Impossible, all these lasers, you know, uh, these kind of, imagine being in this room, there's lasers everywhere. And triggers are a bit like that. It's like every time we move, we set off a laser and that triggers us into stress response and all these thoughts and negative thinking and whatever it is that the, uh, you know, the patterns you have will be unique to you. Maybe anxiety, anger, frustration, stress. Uh, you might want to run away from things, go into flight. You may want to do everything and go into fight, whatever it is for you. These triggers trigger us. And sometimes this job, sometimes this work is is just taking away those triggers, taking away those lasers so that we can actually move through our life without being triggered, without finding ourselves stressed, without feeling all of this kind of roller coaster of emotions, the more we can take away those triggers, the more free we are to just enjoy our life and be the best version of ourselves and be that happy, calm, you know, compassionate, caring, fun, uh, motivated person or whatever the best version of you is, that kind of words that, that resonate with me. And suppressing and avoiding emotions, not doing this work, not being in these conversations, right? Not having a coach like me or joining a program like mine or whoever else is. It doesn't have to be me, although I am good. So, you know, <laughs> you might waste your money and time elsewhere. Um, but avoiding all of it just means we can get very good at navigating these lasers. We can get very good at you know, even being triggered and just pretending we're not, you know, I'm fine, I'm going to get this done. And for some reason, sometimes we don't want to look at this, these triggers, these lasers, these whatever. But really, for me, that's the name of the game is, is finding. And, and as I said, as I've demonstrated in this conversation, which I actually don't feel fully comfortable sharing because I've got all sorts of thoughts coming up saying, you know, you're a fraud and now everyone knows it. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, um, that's why I say, if you don't want to feel like an imposter, just don't be full of shit. That's why I'm so honest. I'm not pretending to be some kind of Buddha or I'm just pretending, I'm not pretending anything actually. I'm just openly sharing. This is my journey and I happen to know some shit that helps people, but trust me, I'm there with you. I might be a few steps ahead or we might be side by side. Who knows? I don't know. But, um, <laughs> but going back to it, 
we'll always find new triggers because as I said, our life changes and we change room and you walk into a new room, maybe that's a new baby, maybe that's a new business, maybe that's a new wife, maybe that's divorce, maybe it's death, maybe I don't know what it is, right? We walk into a new room and it's like, oh no, lasers everywhere. Or sometimes we think we're like, you know, no lasers and we're not looking behind us and you turn around and you go, oh shit. (laughs) Or you trigger one you didn't even see and you're like, what is that? That's kind of what happened to me, really, is I triggered, obviously triggered some some triggers, triggered some triggers that uh, obviously put me in some kind of darkness. And normally, rather than stay in that and find out what's here for me, I normally get myself out of it. And this time, I don't know why, call it deeper mind, call it intuition. I decided I'm staying here and I'm going to venture through this darkness with what felt like a little candle and see what I can see. And I'm fucking so glad I did. So... Maybe it's just a reminder of staying in the game, staying in the conversation, enjoying the journey. You know, this experience of self-awareness, self-growth, spiritual awareness, spiritual growth, whatever it is, is just, for me, the most rewarding experience. And most of my clients, they, they become, it becomes a bit of an addiction, but obviously not in, a, not in a negative way. It can become negative, but I've not personally seen that. I'm just thinking I'm I'm sure someone could make it negative somewhere, somehow. I guess the thing to look out for there is if you think think you're broken and you have to do all of this to be okay, that that could be the negative as opposed to you are doing fucking awesome right now, right? There is nowhere to get to. There's nowhere to go. We can do extraordinarily well even without this conversation. Even without doing any of this work, we can still do it. We can still survive. We've lived for you know hundreds of thousands of years. Clearly, you know maybe things are different, but let's not go into that. We can do it. So there's nowhere to get to. There's nowhere to go. There is already. You are good enough as it is. You are enough as it is. You know you are kind of worthy and lovable and all the emotions that sound melty but actually on a deeper level if we allow ourselves to process those words they actually are what we're looking for we're just looking to be loved and accepted and loved and accepted by ourselves and people around us right so there's no way to to bring that to this bring a love bring a compassion bring an acceptance to who you are and where you are but also bring a curiosity a curiosity as what else is there to see what how much more can I become? How much more shit can I scrape off myself and get back to that kind of purer sense of who I am? Anyway, that was long. So I'm going to shut up. But thank you for being here. If you enjoyed this, let me know. I I love hearing um, what people hear in here, the insights, thoughts, etc. That was a that felt more vulnerable, probably because what I've just explained to you happened sort of the back end of last year, maybe I can't really remember now, but I'm sure it was kind of into the beginning of this year. So it feels quite fresh for me, although at the same time, really quite exciting. So I'm going to shut up. Um, One last thing is I am going to be launching Superhuman Program again. Uh, It's in a slightly different format this time, Uh, eight weeks, um, group calls, you know, all the modules, et cetera, which I'll tell you about uh, closer to the time. But if that's something you're interested in, if that's something you want to be a part of, if you've been in these conversations and you think that you want to take this further, I'll put a link in the show notes. So if you're on YouTube, they'll be in the description. If you're on iTunes, it'll be there somewhere. Spotify, I think, in the description as well. Um, Wherever else you'll find it. 
Uh, I'm going to put a link there for just a waiting list, essentially. So just put your name on there, number, and tell me why you care about joining, you know, <laughs> why you want to be in it. Uh, and then I'll, I'll contact you uh, nearer to the time and we'll speak about what that entails. Anyway, pleasure being here. Pleasure being back, actually. I'll speak to you soon. <laughs>